So how many of you play sports? Raise your hand. Just your hand, only the hand raising, but I like your enthusiasm. How many of you do art? How many of you like being creative? Yeah. So I have a bunch of friends who are good at all of the things we just talked about. My friends Mark and Chelsea and Corey are really good at being athletic. Like they're the best athletes I know. But the only way they got there is because they have spent countless hours in the gym. I have another friend, Rocky, who just created his first mural in a coffee shop in Norfolk, which means he painted the entire wall to look like the place in Norfolk that it is. It's uh, Ocean View. So he painted this entire mural with big, bright colors with a giant wave and the Ocean View shoreline right there. But he has spent so many countless hours, years in fact, practicing his artwork. He was doing something for many, many years before he actually was given a wall by someone's business and they said, be creative on this wall. So in order for us to get good at anything that we like, we have to do something. We have to do that thing that we like. I'm never gonna get better at anything I enjoy doing if I don't actually do that. Does that make sense? We'll talk later if it doesn't make sense. But today in the gospel, I'm sorry, today in the first reading, Paul is telling people that the most important thing we could ever do is be Catholics. We could be Christians. But it's not just enough to say that we're Catholics. It's not enough to say, well, I go to St. Mary Star of the Sea Catholic School, and therefore I am Catholic. That's not really how this works. The school, by its name, denotes that it is Catholic. Yes, St. Mary Star of the Sea Catholic School. But then for, in order for you to be Catholic, you actually have to do things that a Catholic would do. You have to do things that show you believe in that faith that the school is named after. So it's not just enough to be hearers at Mass, but then we have to go out and do something afterward. Now you might be asking yourself, well, what is it that we have to do, Father Dan? Because I already do a lot of schoolwork, a lot of homework, a lot of other extracurricular activities like sports and arts and drama. Well, I'm glad you asked. Because what we have to do is be ready to do whatever God wants us to do. And that comes in many different forms, many different shapes, many different sizes. And it's always specific to you. Because like each one of us is a very individual person. The call in our life from God is going to be very individual as well. So we need to be open to the Holy Spirit to listen to what that call is. Now, as pre-Kers through eighth graders, I can guarantee you part of that call right now is to be a good student. That is part of what God wants you to do every single day of your life right now. He wants you to be a good student. But more importantly than the grades you get, he wants you to be a good human. And how do we do that? We treat our friends, our neighbors, our teachers, our parents, all with respect. And we do what we're asked to do from them, by them. But then we can take it a step further because we have to actually do stuff, right? We can't just listen to other people and do what they say. We have to be proactive. So here's what I want you to do. For the next, let's see, it is Wednesday right now. For the next three days, I want you to try and find times and ways that you can be really helpful in school or at home, okay? I want you, if someone drops a book, 
I don't want you to say anything. I just want you to go over and pick it up and hand it to him. Say, here you go. If someone is having a rough day, I want you to go over to him and be like, hey, what can I do to help you? So say or do something that's going to help people. Because honestly, that not only makes you a good person, but it makes you a great Christian. And it lives out this message that we hear every single week at Mass and every single day that we're at St. Mary's Star of the Sea Catholic School. It lives out the mission that Jesus gives us. And the first person that exemplifies this, that calls us to do this, is Jesus himself. In the gospel today, we have one of Jesus' more gross miracles. Like, the friends come up to him and they're like, hey, our friend is blind, would you just touch him? And Jesus is like, I'm going to take this a step further. And he uses his spit and rubs it on the guy's eyes. Yeah, you didn't hear that? It happened. I'm sure you, Deacon Dave, read it correctly. Jesus sometimes uses, like, his spit to heal people, and sometimes he'll just touch them. Sometimes they'll touch him, his, his cloak, and they're healed. But today he does a thing with his spit. He makes, like, a medicine, as it were, and heals the man's eyes. And I always laugh, too, because this miracle happens in two parts. It's like when you're, you're checking your dinner from the oven. You, like, take it out, stick a thermometer in it, and you're like, mm, not done yet. Jesus puts his hands on the man's eyes, and he goes okay, what do you see? And the guy's like, it's really fuzzy. I, it's, it's not good. People look like trees right now. Now, here's my question. If the man is blind, how does he know what trees look like? I don't know. But anyway, Jesus isn't done yet. So he's like, hold on. Let me, let me try again, you guys. Boop. And then they're fixed. His eyes are better. So Jesus does something. He doesn't just sit there and look at the man and say, man, I wish you could see. It'd be really cool if you just had your sight restored right now. He does something, okay? So again, what I want you to do is focus on your vocation and what God is calling you to do in life. And for the next few days, that's trying to be as helpful and nice as you can to everyone you encounter. So your classmates, your teachers, and your parents. And unfortunately, that includes your siblings at home too. You have to be nice to them.